When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's me, your motherfucking host, Jesse May. Boom, boom. Chicka, chicka, cha, 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 cha. If you hear scratches in the background, that is Carlin, um, who's forever itching himself because he's a pit bull and pit bulls have very sensitive skin. So he tends to itch a lot because he's just rolling around and shit. You know, I don't get, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but what I don't get about dogs is their insatiable appetite, first of all, for everything. Carlin eats trash. He loves trash just as much as he loves a T-bone steak. And so that makes me question his taste buds because he'll look at me when I'm eating steak. And if I don't give it to him, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How could you deny me a slice of that delicious, juicy steak? And then I'll take him on a walk and he'll put his snout down in the grass. Can't really see what's there. And then I'll walk over to whatever he's gobbling just just eating it like he's a, a, a young Irish boy during the potato famine, just gobbling it down. Uh, just a, not even a hot pile of shit, a crusty old, like, dried up, mummified piece of shit. With the same fervor. That's right, I said fervor. <laughs> Excuse me, with the same fervor. And enthusiasm and insatiable appetite that he has for steak. It doesn't make sense. To me, it makes me lose hope in, in dogs' taste buds and really their ability ability to choose. You know, at that point, it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to feed you garbage. So how about that? No, I won't. I won't do that. I, I, uh, I watched this documentary called Fooled. I think it was called Fooled. I've got the benefit of having my laptop right here ready to go. I think we talked about this before as well, but you know what? Hey, sometimes you guys just got to be, things have to be reiterated for you to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Dog food documentary. Yep. On Netflix. And it talks about all the shit that's in dog food. And of course I can't find it. I think it's called fooled. Pet fooled. It's called pet fooled. So if you're a pet owner, I suggest you watch it. It may change the way you feed. Yow doggies. And you know. I'm just going to give Carlin piles of shit with oat bran in them. That should be good enough. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is your host, Jesse May. Jesse May Peluso of the Peluso family of Joseph Peluso. Happy belated Father's Day to all you fathers out there. If you're an absentee father, get your shit together. You know, your kid's going to want to find you one day. So don't think if you're a deadbeat now. It's be- the kid's better off. You better plan for that kid coming around. Or maybe it won't. Maybe that maybe the kid will be better off without you. But if you have a little bit of a capability of being a responsible human being, 
don't be a selfish cunt and neglect your child. But if you know that you're not worthy of your child's love and, and you're incapable of rearing your child, then continue doing you. I was lucky to have to have an amazing father. My dad have. I mean, I still have him. He's uh, the apple of my eye. He is just, he's he's the peanut to my butter. He's the fart to my fart cloud. He's just everything. He's a very funny individual. We both share our love for horror movies. In fact, I got my love for horror movies from my father. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter a couple weeks ago when I was home visiting my dad, you know, if I come home, he knows if he wants me to come over to his house, you know, cause my parents are separated. Uh, it's upstate life, hashtag upstate life, hashtag separated, hashtag, uh, step parents, hashtag living your truth. <laughs> my dad will invite me over to his house and we rent movies. That's just what we've always done. Movies are our thing. I love watching movies. And a couple weeks ago when I was visiting, he came over to my mom's house I was there at my mom's that's where I stay when I go home because that's where my bedroom is and he shows up with three movies for me to come over and watch with him one was called uh the the born the the never borns the born oh god it was so bad it was like so budget it was like the borns the bad borns the never borns oh I gotta figure out what it was it was it was just it literally looked like they made it with Snapchat filters. <laughs> and then the other one was another horrible. Uh, oh, actually, it wasn't that bad of a movie. My dad had already seen it, but he didn't tell me until after we watched it because he wanted me to enjoy it. That's that's commitment. It was uh, it was a movie about this like girl and it was just really weird it was kind of like a psychological thriller i know i'm, I'm so bad at horror at horror movie review right now i'm like there's a movie i can't remember the name anyways here's another movie can't remember the plot but the third movie was 50 sh- shades darker <laughs> my dad thought 50 shades darker was a horror movie. So, uh, I, night, I, you know, very kindly declined watching that movie with my dad. I probably should have just for the, uh, you know, the other aspect of horror involved in life and that just being never wanting to discuss sex with your opposite parent <laughs> or the parent of the opposite sex. So I thought that was adorable. He's like, what? It's supposed to pick up movie. I'm like, yeah, no, thanks dad. I'm definitely not going to watch 50 shades darker with you. Um, I don't even know if you should watch 50 shades darker alone. I feel like you're going to be terrified, for, uh, at, at what, how, uh, how things go down in that movie. I, I think you're going to be questioning your own personal life, dad, because I don't think you've had a lady down in that sausage area of yours in a couple decades. Who knows what's going on down there? Maybe you should have a lady just come by and check it out. Make sure everything's okay. You know, do you just give up after a certain age? Like, are you just like, mm, whatever, let it all, you know, let the dick kind of do what it do. I really don't want to talk about my dad's dick anymore. Can I stop now, guys? <laughs> this was such a busy week for me, like beyond busy. I can't even believe that it's Tuesday. Uh, I-, I can't believe that another week has gone by. Last week, just so much. I went, I did a float tank 
I talk about it on my new podcast, Hilarious, which comes out soon. I, I recorded a bunch of episodes for Hilarious last week. I really suggest you try a float tank. There's one in Pasadena. It's called Just Float. I'm totally shouting out the owners and the location. It's so amazing. Shane Moss, who is a comedian friend of mine, turned me on to this experience. And it's basically a sensory deprivation tank. And so what that does is, if you hear rattling papers in the background, that's just me trying to find the business card of the owner of this place. What sensory deprivation does is it it provides a therapeutic experience for the individual in the tank. Because if you think about your life, right, excluding being in the womb, which we don't have memories of. I mean, I'll give you some edibles that'll make you remember what your mom's womb smelled like. (laughs) But if you think about life and existing from the moment you're born until the moment you die, unless something terribly tragic happens to you where you're stripped of one of your senses or, you know, you have the amazing capability of truly getting in a meditative state deep enough to where you're able to shut out certain stimuli, external stimuli, or even internal stimuli, we're constantly bombarded with stimuli in our life from the moment we're born to the moment we die, to the moment we die. And you never think about what that does to you, you know, not, especially for people like me, I have a very active brain. It's very hard for me to shut my brain down. That's kind of one of the reasons why I like to smoke marijuana once in a while because it calms me. It provides a little bit of balance. Just for people like me who have an overactive brain, person of, you know, my, I have trauma in my past. I um, have anxiety and some issues falling asleep. Just to be able to shut everything out and go into a tank and the water is filled with like a thousand pounds of salt. So it's super buoyant. Like you float in it. doesn't matter what you look like, what what you got going on. You know, if you got hips that don't lie or hips like mine that are like 12-year-old Asian boy hips, you float. And you sh- it's not claustrophobic. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be claustrophobic. You're not cla- I'm claustrophobic. And I, I didn't really freak out. I mean, I freaked out for about five minutes. But I told myself, bitch, you're going to do this. Like, let's stop being a baby. And, like, let's really try something new. Carlin, what the fuck are you doing back there? Oh, it's Bunny eating my gym gloves. Great. These goddamn dogs. It's like I take them for walks and it's not enough attention. Can you stop eating my gym gloves? Little fox. Chaplin, you're so cute. You look like a, a dumb deer. Look at your stupid face. Um, speaking of stimuli, it's not a very claustrophobic thing because these tanks in Pasadena at Just Float are big. They're not like little teeny tubes. You don't, you, and you have the capability of leaving. You can turn the lights on. You can put music on. You can take a break and open the door and get out of there. So there's every, you know, fail safe for you if you feel scared. There's every, you know, little thing that this company has thought of for people I think in that instant where you know you're going to be a little claustrophobic but I decided to just really combat my fears and let go and I floated in this tank and for one moment I just felt like I was in outer motherfucking space it was so calm and amazing and you truly feel at peace you don't hear anything the water's kept at a temperature of which your body can't sense it so the connection between your body and the water you can't really feel the difference so you really just you just are you just chill you know you just kind of you're like a baby back in the womb 
you know, you're not supposed to fart in the float tank. Um, I did once. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Jim, Jim Hefner is the owner of Just Float. And I apologize. I let out one little toot, buddy. I just, you know, it was more of like blessing. I was like blessing the tank. So you're welcome. (laughs) But I highly recommend it. And uh, thanks to Shane Moss, my comedian buddy, for introducing me to that. He took a shitload of edibles and floated like a motherfucker in that tank. I did a little bit of uh, not very strong mushrooms. Not enough to trip. Uh, just a very small, small dose of mushrooms and went in there and just really relaxed, really just lived my truth. And then I'm just going to go through what happened last week for me. You know, Wednesday I had a great day, did some recordings for Hilarious at the dispensary. We're opening up in, in early July. Uh, Wednesday night, you know, I had a show on Tuesday that I didn't really prepare for. And you can't, as a comedian, you can't get cocky. And I wasn't cocky, but you always have to prepare you know, at any level in your career, you have to be prepared and ready. And it takes practice every day. And, you know, for a combination of reasons for me being very busy and uh, my time management skills not being the best all the time, I didn't quite prepare for my show on Tuesday. And it wasn't the greatest show that I've had. And uh, I, I put some fire under my ass for the next day because I had shows every day last week. I was like, you know what? You got to be prepared. You can't take a day off, you know, maybe on Sundays if you don't have anything going on. But other than that, every day you need to make sure that you got your your shit handled. And so Wednesday I had my shit handled. You know, I did a couple podcast recordings. I did one with Josh Wolf, did one with um, uh, Chris Frangiola and Esther Koo the next day. But Wednesday I recorded with Josh Wolf and then I shot over to High Times offices to record Weeds Day, which was a lot of fun. And... I prepared for my shows that night. I had a show at the at the West Side Theater, which is at Third Street Promenade in Los Angeles in Santa Monica. Great venue. I suggest you check it out. And then I had a show at this place called The Garage um, on Motor Ave in like Culver City. And so I prepared really well for my shows. And before I went on stage, the West Side Theater, Kevin Pollack, I saw him in the audience. Now, a lot of you might not know who Kevin Pollack is. And uh, he's a comedian. He's been around for a while. You know, he um, pff, he was in the movie Willow, <laughs> which is one of my favorite movies. And he he's he's a you know he, what how what else is about Kevin? He he's known for poker. I know he's known for poker. Uh, he plays a lot of that. And he's just he's he's a legend in the comedy world. I mean, for me at least, like growing up, I watched him a lot with my father. He was in a shitload of movies. I can look those up right now real quick. Let me type this in. Okay. Few Good Men, End of Days, The Wedding Planner, which I fucking love that movie. Um, he was in The Usual Suspects, The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, my God. And uh, let's see. He's done a bunch of different miniseries stuff. You know, he's been doing comedy for a long time. But for me, it's like to have a comedian who you saw as a kid in the audience I was like, all right, don't stress out. It's all good. You just chill. And I did my thing and had a great set. And uh, Adam Sandler was there as well. He was working on his hour special, which was really great to watch. Adam Sandler's new hour. I don't know if he's going to do a one-man show or what he's going to do, but it was so, so good and inspiring. He's super goofy and weird and takes a lot of risks on stage, incorporates music. Very inspiring to watch him perform. 
but I did my thing and I came off stage, watched Adam perform for a little bit and I walked by Kevin Pollack and he, uh, looked right at me and he goes, Hey, you're, you're very funny. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I just kept walking, you know, I wanted to say more, but you know, you pick and choose moments when you talk to people and you read them. And he was with a couple of his friends. I didn't want to take up too much of his time, but I'm inside. I want to be like, yo, you're fucking dope. But the point is, had I not prepared, had I not had that moment the night before at the show that I did where I didn't feel like I did great, I wouldn't probably, I mean, not that I wouldn't have been prepared on Wednesday, but everything happens for a reason is the, is the point. And because I was on my game, because I put a lot of effort into it, and because I value what I do as a comedian, somebody who I respected and who I have respected for a long time, who was an influence of mine, was able to appreciate what I do. You feel me? You feel my flow? So don't get fucking lazy out there. Don't get lazy. Stay on your game no matter what you do, whether it's being a nurse, whether it's being a teacher, being a mom, being, you know, being a good person. Just don't give up. Put some effort. Don't get lazy. Life is too short. Don't blame other people. Don't make excuses. Stop finding reasons to not do it. Stop finding reasons to not succeed. Stop uh, blaming other people. Stop repeating all the bad habits that you've been doing your whole life that have have kept you from achieving what you want to achieve. I didn't mean to turn this into a Tony Robbins moment, but you know, I'm talking to myself when I say this shit too. Get up off your couch and do some shit. Oh God, that made me so tired. I want to just take a nap, have a cheeseburger and smoke a joint right now. I feel like I really accomplished a lot just by telling you guys that. And I just want to like, uh, celebrate (laughs) Thursday. I had a great day, you know, woke up, did a podcast recording with my boy, Chris Frangiola and Esther Koo for my new podcast. I had, you know, just a lot of fun, um, doing, doing what I do. Oh yeah, that show, the garage show was on Thursday. So that after I did all my recordings on Thursday was when I saw Kevin Pollack. See, I can't even keep my days together, but all that shit just happened on Thursday. Uh, Friday, I had a great lunch meeting with my lawyer who is Chunk from Goonies. That's my lawyer, Truffle Shuffle, Jeff Cohen, the one and only superstar. He's amazing. He's going to be on the Sharp Tongue podcast soon. Check him out. This dude knows his shit. And if you haven't seen Goonies, shame on you. But, you know, it's a generational thing. You should watch Goonies. It's it's timeless. It's a Steven Spielberg film. It's so amazing. Just epic. And he played, he had a role in that. And he decided that, uh, you know, being on the other side of the camera was more for him. He went to school, got his degree. Now he's a dope-ass lawyer. We had a great lunch. Talked about goals. Talked about life. I chowed down on some steak. I saved some and brought it home to my shit-eating dogs because that's how I roll. I uh, had a show. I had a show on Friday night. I was at Eat, Pray, Fuck at the Hollywood Improv. That was a great show, that Fielding um, Fielding Sparrow. Is that how I say her last name? This is another comedian. Her first name's Fielding, which is so unique. She runs the show that... She had, a, she had a great lineup, I have to say. She had me. <laughs> she had um, Mike. Do you guys know? Um, I'm like, do you know Mike? You know uh, Mike, uh, one of my friends, Mike. You guys know him, right? You know when you go to a place and they're like, oh, you're going to go to Michigan? Hey, do you, can you say hi to my friend Chris? Oh, you from Wisconsin? Do you know Tom? 
<laughs> Mike Lawrence was there working on some material, being hilarious. I was there. Justin Martindale was there. The um, comedian from Mike and Molly was there who was really funny. I really enjoyed his set. I thought I was actually I, I didn't know what to expect because I'd never seen his stand up. Billy Gardell. He plays Mike, Mike Biggs on uh, Mike and Molly or did play Mike Biggs on that show. Great set. Totally loved his set. We all had so much fun. We took a lot of risks. I talked about, you know, rape on stage, which I'm starting to make funny, which feels great because it's a tough thing to make funny. I worked on it again on Saturday. I had another show on Saturday. I worked out some of my jokes. I'll, uh, I worked out some of my rape jokes. I'll play those for you guys. How about that? You want to hear some of my new stuff that I'm working on? Is, is this very uh, revealing? You guys feel like super insider info? I'll play you some of my jokes from Saturday night at the improv. train 
too bad right picking on the audience a little bit fucking with everybody doing my damn thing not being lazy you can't be lazy there's too many good people that are right up on your heels they're right up behind you they're stepping on the backs of your shins trying to get what you got you got to keep fighting i feel like a fucking eminem song (laughs) you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it i guess i just picked what song it's going to be for this episode i hope i didn't already use that song Because I usually pick the music after I record the episode. I get inspiration from what I talk about. And I I play it then. So I hope that I was able to put it into this episode. I'll figure it out when I'm done recording. (laughs) But places for you guys to see me coming up uh, this Thursday, the 22nd. I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. Stand Up Live for the Chive. Their first live comedy show at Stand Up live in phoenix arizona sunday uh, june 25th i'm gonna be at the high times midwest cannabis cup hosting the awards show on sunday the 25th you guys have to come out if you're anywhere in that area you know anybody in that area please come i will be there if you send me a message on my facebook fan page jesse may uh, it's facebook.com comedian jesse may peluso and message me let me know that you're going to be there and i will do my best to come see you take photos and all of that i'm going to be hosting with one of my funny friends matt richards so it's very exciting and this year they got great artists will you guys stop growling my dogs are sitting underneath my desk chair at my fucking feet this year at the high times midwest cannabis cup 50 cent nelly 
Bone Thugs in Motherfucking Harmony, George Clinton in the Parliament Funkadelic, and Hold Your Horses, Wu-Wu-Wu-Wu-Wu-Tang Clan. Um, I'm going to lose my mind. I can't wait. Check me out there. Hilarious is coming out soon. I'm also going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco, July 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. I will be a couple other places. My website is just about done. That should be up in a couple days. So you guys will be able to check that out. You'll be able to check out the Hilarious podcast there. Sharp Tongue podcast is there. My merch store is going to go up soon. All my dates, you can buy tickets on jessiemay.com. And there's videos, photos. You can contact me. So that'll be a central place. I'm just, I've been having it, uh, I've had it rebuilt for 14 fucking years, it feels like. So come out and see me live, y'all. Live your truth. Treat people right. And most of all, treat yourself right. Okay? You got you to gotta heal the inside out. How about that, y'all? Tony Robbins' realness on this Sharp Tongue Tuesday. You guys are my favorite people, besides the three dogs that eat shit steaks every day. I love you guys. Huh? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.